Hello everybody and welcome to a very rainy day in Dallas. It's kind of a strange day. It's uh, misting rain. In fact, when I lumbered over here this morning at about 4 a.m., it was it looked foggy out. It was really strange. Um, but um, yet it's still about 70 degrees, so it's kind of it feels like you should be cold, but it's uh, it's really um, just a different kind of a day. But we are thankful to be able to give the weather report from Dallas since uh, we were uh, returning as a team from Versailles, France, and uh, got in yesterday. Thankful to the Lord for successful ministry and uh, safe journeys. Uh, We want to thank all of you who were praying for us. Um, We truly appreciate your lifting us up before the Lord. (coughs) <coughs> and um, anyway we're back <coughs> and I'm coughing so I'm going to need you to <coughs> excuse me help me while I mute this mic <coughs> yes it is it is it is always really <coughs> wonderful to be home and back in our sanctuary of course after a very successful prophetic seminar in Versailles I, I you know we're still kind of in the place of, of reflection and um, just kind of marveling at what God did because it you know it, it when it's when it's truly him you recognize that 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 we can plan and we can study we can prepare but he comes in and makes all the difference. <laughs> and I just marvel at his goodness. I marvel at his spirit. I marvel at the way he met us there. We it was not with without it was not without opposition, but we stood strong in the power of the Lord and and wore a good warfare on behalf of what God wanted to establish there amongst those countries cuz this was this was not just about France. We had um, we had France, we had Belgium, we had Switzerland, we had Luxembourg, we um, had Peru, we had Africa, we had um, Italy now. We have one of our saints, one from our saints family that is now positioning herself in Italy by the direction of the Lord, so that's that's exciting, but um, I just want to give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and 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 also want to give thanks to the intercessors that are so faithful to to gird these things up and to really pray through because we truly truly did um feel your prayers we they carried us in a lot of ways and um we're just very thankful amen yeah Amen. Well, that's about it for us today. We want to thank you for tuning in. <laughs> and uh, be faithful to turn on the uh, the radio tomorrow night for Wednesday Night Live. Till then, God bless you. <clears throat>
Well, no, it's really, um, it's astounding to um, consider the ways that God is moving in in these moments. Uh, Once again, we we were able to see uh, a combination of what Monica just said, the the uh, the reach into the nations, but also operative um, uh, churches that are coming, standing with us in the work of the saints and um, prayer groups. It's it's really a, a a wonderful thing to see. There was a there was a measure of, like you said. I mean, this was a very um, meaty meaty type of a of a gathering kind of strange to to talk about uh, it being a prophetic seminar um it wasn't the classic yes brother i saw you before the lord last week and he just wants you to know how much he loves you you know that kind of prophet thing um it was really preparing people to be a prophetic voice in their nation and um, it was uh, it was a rather ambitious thing. I, I didn't realize how ambitious it was till we actually were launching into it, even though we had the outlines and the booklet and everything. But um, we pray that the Lord will utilize that in each of these nations, and um, we're very grateful, very grateful. Amen. You know, I realize more and more how how obedience is such the key in, in so many ways because I realize that um, we go in obedience. We, 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 we go and we minister in obedience to what God directs us to do. It is in obedience. And He, he brings... He brings the atmosphere. He brings his presence. He meets us there and does his work. And um, there was one moment when I was actually praying for a young man there. And, and, you know, sometimes you just realize that you come to that place where you realize that all you have is is the obedience to be led of his spirit, to speak over, to, to <laughs> prophesy into but without his spirit and his power, it's it's for naught. And so more and more I realize how he meets us in that point of obedience and does what he intends to do through that. And that is just and I and the you know, it's funny because leading into this gathering the enemy has really hit hard um that that very thing. That um, that just that very thing, at least in my life, about what I'm called to do, and 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 I know that. I mean, you know what? <laughs> People think, oh, you're going to Paris. Oh, you're going to Belgium. You're going to Brussels. You're going to Switzerland. You're going to, to the Swiss Alps. This is labor. This is this is. I mean. <laughs> I was describing it to, to somebody this morning of the, when they asked me how my trip was. I said, it was work. It was glorious because it was obedience and it was doing the work of the Lord with him. And there was nothing 
more glorious than that. But it, it, there was not a whole lot of room for anything other than just the work of the ministry. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so when you said it was, it was, it was very ambitious. We had um, 11 sessions in two and a half days. And we're talking strong, strong meat that we were just doling out, doling out, doling out, activations, prayer, strong, strong meat, activations. And um, it was like that for a good three days. And so I love that. And, And I love to be in an atmosphere like that where the saints of God are just receiving in their spirit they're just they're they're so hungry to receive that even though you know our human capacity is difficult to receive that much revelation so intensely it's kind of like when when you all come to the seminar all of us when we sit through a seminar i mean you just download it upon with with strong strong me and um yet the spirit was just so prevalent and so alive and you could just see the the reception of his word just taking root and um that's just so encouraging <clears throat> yes it um it really was uh, a phenomenal thing to to see and um i want to give thanks to monica and to uh elder denise anderson for uh forming the team that went from the United States, but we were met by a great number of saints there that formed uh, so many other parts of our team, <clears throat> and um, we're, we're extremely grateful to the Benichons and to uh, so many others who fulfilled crucial roles there at, uh, at the meeting place. Um, we're thankful for that. The, um, you know, it was really strange because uh, we got we got there, and um, almost very shortly after we got there, um, we we compared notes and recognized that there was uh, an enemy influence that was coming against the individual team members and it was you know it was just indicative of the absolute um, impact of what the message was going to be and how the enemy was infuriated by um, by the fact that this was being released and um, you know I, I we've done so we've been blessed to participate in so many different seminars and gatherings similar to this one in uh, over the years, but I don't really recall having a um, a confrontation like uh, what I what what I felt and I know you felt um, at the beginning, and then when it was over. Uh, there was again, just uh, with disdain for <clears throat> what had been what had been initiated and offered, and we don't say that to glorify the enemy at all. That's not the point. 
It is just, you know, sometimes you think, oh, yeah, we're going to go and have a seminar. We've got people praying and, um, you know, it's just the heaven's going to just rain down and, you know, we're we're going to be skipping on clouds and there's not going to be any uh, there's not going to be any uh, opposition because it's been driven away. I mean, this was a table in the presence of the enemy. Yeah. Which seems I've read that somewhere, I think. I don't think it was in a vineyard song. I think it was actually, of course, I know what I'm talking about. It's Psalm 23. Um, it, it, it was interesting, but... Um, God prevailed. Yeah, of course he did. He prevailed, and we, we speak just protection and covering over every person that was there and is left to go stand in the place where God's planted them for them to stand firm because a lot of the the um the the teaching really revolved around that place of standing and functioning where God's called you to to stand and to function and that he is he's you know he's called us to be that voice of one crying in the wilderness that one that is willing to stand in those desolate twisted places and <clears throat> And stand with him and release that word to, to, to turn that unresolve into fulfillment. And so, um, <laughs> it's funny because about halfway through, I, 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 I was, I, it was my session, and I was speaking about the des- the desolate places, and it just made me realize that there was probably not another, se- there's probably never been another seminar, ever that has focused on some of the things that we that we talked about but it is straight out of scripture and uh, and it is a word for us in this season so it's but we had a lot even in the midst of talking about desolation and iniquity and um, all manner of different kinds of darkness and sackcloth and all those kinds of things we had a lot of really fun, funny moments. There's yeah. A lot of joy and a lot of celebration. And then the last morning, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to go through the whole testimony about this, but the last morning, on Sunday morning, we gathered together to pray, and we did first Saturday prayer together with the remnant that was left, and the spirit just fell in the room. And, you know, when you know that you have pleased the Father, and, and you have done what he sent you there to do his presence his presence came and I, I at one moment I just sat on the step and I just I watched with my spirit and I could see as all the intercessors were just ministering to the Lord and I could just see him ministering to them and it was just so beautiful I just I'm just so thankful he's such a good God yeah I just uh, you know it really it really followed the promise seal of fulfillment progression um you know we set the the stage of what it was that we were believing god was going to do and then we talked about the challenges and the issues and how to deal with it in the midst of the Sela valley and then there was breakthrough and the funny thing was is that um the the way it was set up originally on sunday we were going to end with uh the table of the Lord, and there were two sessions that I was supposed to be speaking at, and um, I uh, 
when it was when we were submitting our our uh, outlines, I just told Luke, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen. Um, so there's not going to be an outline in the book. There's no sense putting an outline in there if we're, you know, if we're not going to use it. And then um, the Lord said, really, a, on a, in a suddenly, let's just let's just pray. Let's honor, let's honor our uh, prayer directives that had been released throughout the network for that weekend. And you're right, the presence of the Lord just came and. Uh, it was really refreshing. I would say unexpected, perhaps, the way it happened. Um, but it was really it was really a gift from the Lord. His his fullness, his presence came and oh. I think that I always want to walk in that expectancy. I always want to walk in that just expecting him to to reveal himself in in new and creative ways like that but it does always kind of catch you like wow he's just so good because honestly it, it you know it's it's like you you just sit back and you realize that we could not have manifested that we could not have made that happen that is only by his spirit could 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 that happen? And right, you know, we couldn't we, have scheduled it either. No, we couldn't have scheduled it. We were just obedient to do what he told us to do, and and we we welcomed him. The people, the the saints, their hearts—they just welcomed him, and um, that's just—it's just such a beautiful thing. Because in the in in those atmospheres is when you realize that anything is possible and and we need that we need to be quickened with that revelation more and more because i mean gross darkness is covering the face of the earth and and we're going to be faced with that and you know just being a minister at this conference and and studying and and preparing for for the teachings and whatnot um you realize and even in a setting like that, when these words are being released, you realize how desperately you want to be that one, that mighty, that mighty, that mighty man, that one that that will not waver. That, and so I think when we talk about um, the opposition that came at us going in, and and it, it honestly, I, I can just speak for myself, but I think I can also speak in some ways for you, Pastor that I was not expecting it because um, there's been a lot of travel this year. There's been a lot of new doors opening. We've gone into a lot of new places, and that always carries the characteristics of its own. When you're stepping in a new terrain, it's unknown to you, and you have that measure of, of healthy, no, no, proactive trepidation. You know, just you're stepping into something completely unknown with people that you don't know. Um, and, and so that carries its own measure of, 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 you know what I'm saying? Going into France is like going home. It's like going to something that's very familiar with those that we've been laboring with for many, many years. And so, to be real honest with you, I mean, I've prepared 
I prepared a lot. I prayed a lot. I, you know, just like you, I mean, we individually, I think we really prepared ourselves for um, what God had called us to do. But I kind of frolicked into it. And when that when it hit the opposition, it just kind of caught me by surprise. <laughs> Well, the op- the opposition was resident in the area. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Versailles, which was in French history and in the history of Europe, a an incredible turning point in Western civilization. And the things that were done there and that histemi point, uh, you know, we never, in the times we've been there for activations and for seminars and gatherings, We've never gone around the town and done, you know, uh, uh, we never were directed to go and do activations to where we, you know, like we've done in lots of other cities. So I think um, this is just a different kind of a way that God um, addresses strongholds. And, And you think about it, if it's, if that impacted the French Empire um, from that place, and of course in Paris, um, would it not be that God would want to cause their people to rise up and be trained and equipped in that place? Because it was the people that created the revolution, or or the insurrection and the revolution. The people rose up. So would that not be the way that God would want to do an activation? You know what I mean? So we never, I guess what I'm saying in answer to what you you said, we never went and confronted the enemy in any of the seminars, in any of the gatherings we've had to this point, because we weren't directed to do that. Now, we prayed and we did lots of different things, so I think... I think this was a realization for the kingdom of darkness that people are rising up. And this message from the scripture about what sons and mighty men are supposed to be is being proclaimed right here in the midst of our table, in the midst of our realm. And so I kind of felt like it was a um, it was an affront an, an attempted affront at what our authority was and what we were coming there to to do, and I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was doing any other to any other thing. I think, you know. You know, Jesus came. Jesus came to this earth, and when his ministry began. How in the world did the Spirit cause the enemy to come and confront it? I mean, wasn't he God? You know, wouldn't you think that with the majesty and power of the throne of God, okay, boys, this is the timing, that the enemy would have been reeling and fleeing away, thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this is a problem. But that, that really touches on what I said just a few minutes ago, because I feel like he was he was hurled into the wilderness as a man. That, that that was is our great example of our standing in that place of of contesting that place that belongs now to the enemy. Will we stand there 
and not waver yeah. and take. And I think that that is a lot of what I was sensing. I mean, there was a little difference there. We're talking about this because this is learning. This is these are teaching teaching moments that that you've lived and then you you learn from. Teach. Yes, because this is very indicative of where we're going. And and so my saying, you oh, I I found myself really wanting to be that one that that could be standing in the midst of that table that is. In the, com- in the presence of the enemy, in that place of, of desolation, in that place of unresolve, and feel that in the depths of who I am and not waver mm-hmm. and say, God, you sent me here to stand and to do what you call me to do, and I will not waver, I will not move, I will stand, and I will release the word, your word of life. And, and so that word that brings resolve, that word that brings, turns things to righteousness. And so for... I look at it, it was like almost like a test, like with Jesus in the wilderness. We're not Jesus, and it wasn't the same degree. Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah, but it's it's like he set the stage for us. We stepped into that, and it was almost like a test. Mm-hmm. And so what did we do? We offered up a fast. We We did everything that we knew to do to overcome it so that we could be victorious. And, and, and so... It was almost like a prophetic activation from from the beginning to the end for the saints. Yeah. So. And then really there wasn't a whole lot of ways you could have. Pre- well, we were prepared for what we were supposed to do, but you couldn't have. I think if if we had done things the way we have normally done lots of different gatherings, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have changed anything that we encountered. Yeah. I am so glad, though, that we were prepared. Because that, that, <laughs> that first day, I mean, I, it's like I couldn't even get, keep a thought. I mean, it was so intense that I thought, wait, is my head attached to my body? <laughs> I mean, it was the strangest feeling. I, I don't know. Probably a crummy way to describe it, but crummy i did not understand but i guess the point is is that the truth is that seed that's within us and and we have to we have to to know the word we have to be resolute in in the revelation and the word that god has taught us and um i'm just really thankful for the preparation that we did bring beforehand because um it's almost like knowing how to use your weapon before you get to war if you don't know how to use it, you're going to be fumbling around, and so. Yeah, it it was it was interesting, and we we truly appreciate all the folks that came from so many varied locations, and um, we're we're very grateful to God, and we pray. That the next steps and the next phases of what God has in store will be unencumbered and that the people will rise up and be what it was that we that we learned from the scripture. And um, so I, I'm so, so, but thankful to be back home for a few weeks at least. And... Um, 
very grateful to the Lord. So thank you all for not just your prayers, but for standing uh, as saints and for for really forming the divine contingent that allowed for the understandings to come forth, the principles to be adapted and patterned, the um, the 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 testimonies of how these types of friend of the bridegroom stand in the gap, voice of one in the wilderness. You've done this, and so you know this is um, this is a team effort, and you know it it just does it does test each of us as individuals. If this is a team. Um, we and it is it's an army with many different points um, I, I I'm very grateful for what God has God has done and so you see people you see people that are there a, a lot of Elishas a lot of young ones there was a lot of talk about the young ones that God is raising you see people who are teaching and ministering that um, that you're grateful for the way God has caused everyone to grow and develop um, I I just to me that was a submission kind of a thing and uh, I think the enemy's pride and an iniquity that is touched by pride um, are the main weapons the enemy has. And dear God, has he not been trying to wield that in this season? Um, and so to see everybody doing what they're called to do, fulfilling their roles, and to see how beautifully God wove that together, that was a, that was a demonstration of God's ways, but also of preparedness and humility. Um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, developing, developing people in ministry and then seeing them move in it is, uh, is a thing that people don't want to see happen. You, you mentioned it during one of your sessions about how pastors very often don't want their people to be developed spiritually because then it, it creates a the possibility for them not to be as in control in control. And I I think, you know, in some instances you've had the enemy come against people saying, Oh, you know, what do you really accomplish? What do you, you know, what are you, when is your ministry going to be known? You know, what, what are you going to be? Or or then you'd say, well, look at all these people, you know, they don't need me anymore. Or I'm, I'm standing, but look, they've left me. You know, all those crazy things is, you know, I every now and then I go and watch uh, the Twins soccer games and heard Pastor Fabian regaling about that on Sunday. But you see all these little girls doing different demonstrations of that. You know, if something goes wrong, I know there's one little girl that will just melt down. If, if another one's not out there getting the ball in an offensive position, she gets pouty. You know, if somebody scores, there are a couple that are getting mad because they didn't score. 
And, you know, but they're all just little kids. And they're real cute, and they come over, and they drink from their Slurpees, and they giggle at each other. But their Slurpees? Well, whatever it is they're drinking there under their tent, you know. They have little bottles worth of all kinds of stuff, and they're, well, you know. So, but, you know, we've got to be bigger than that. And and I, I I've said this over and over again during the years. What we anticipated God was going to do, he's doing, but it's continually in ways that he's promised, but the manifestation of it has been in ways that I could not have predicted. And um, all along, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to go too far with this, but we just pray that the work will continue, that people will be faithful in their terio, uh, that we'll keep um, functioning in in the word that he's given us. Because, again, we are the saints. We're not pretending to be any other thing. And it doesn't matter if everybody else in the Christian world has no clue what the saints are or, or what it is we're called to do or even if they know, they're saying, well, that's not the way it should be. You know, they're missing it. We've got to be faithful to what God has made us to be. Amen. So, and it, it's being demonstrated around the world. While we were over there, or was it yesterday after we got back, we got those pictures of uh, the, the most recent things that are happening in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Essos Church, um, where they've got a little a room now there off the main square and it's full of people and people are being really transformed that's an incredible thing but the people that are there seeing that powerful manifestation they're saying this is great but we need what it is that god has given the saints well, that's just it. It's I, I, I just being there on the street with him, being in his presence. He's got such an evangelistic anointing, and that team that he has, very, very powerful, and and people will be attracted to that, and and that's so encouraging. It's so encouraging. But I think just about my own walk and how thankful I am to have had the teaching that I've had over the last twenty years, and and. When we, when we, we're stepping into this year of wisdom, we desperately need the wisdom of the Lord. We have got to get this message in teachable form that can be relayed all over the world. We've got to get it translated. We have got to get um, the training. The tra- we have got to get the training of the saints in place that can be heard, studied, preached in every nation and and if we don't think that that is not a priority for for us we need to think again because it's it's virtually impossible to be at all these places all the time and and yet there's god has given us these tremendous resources through the internet and through um, just the equipment that that he's provided for us to be able to to record teachings and to do all kinds of things like that. We just really need wisdom. When you think of the way the enemy has tried to come against the network in the past couple of years, and one of his tactics has been, 
oh, you've got all, all word, no power. You know, you, you all you do is teach, and, you know, there's other teachings out there. Or, you know, we need to see, we need to see manifestations. We need to see... We need to see power. We need to see these things. And some have left the saints going after that. And what I'm saying about this is this. We're seeing people who are functioning in various degrees of that power, various degrees of that transforming. People are coming to know the Lord. They're getting free from drugs. They're getting free from all kinds of sexual bondage and addictions. They're getting free from the depths of sin, from witchcraft, from sorcery, and there it's it's exploding on the streets of major cities now. And what are those people recognizing they need? This message. What are they begging us to come and bring? The teachings of the word, the very things that the enemy was trying to convince fools that they didn't need. We just could need to go after the power. Well, the people that in God's timing are seeing power are wanting covering. They're wanting the scripture. They're wanting this word that God has been forming. And, um, you know, it's just kind of like uh, the, the error of Cain and the error of Balaam. Where you know, or or even the 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 era of uh, uh, you know when Jacob was able to go and sell a bag of beans to his brother for the birthright, you know, where where the enemy tried to get us to surrender the birthright and what we're supposed to be for some immediate gratification or some titillation or some kind of. Uh, you know, let's go and do something exciting. I don't feel fulfilled. You know, that's, you see that strategy of the enemy? I do. So you see like what we saw in, in Switzer, uh, through Switzerland, where one of the young men from there who came here to a seminar that some thinks are dead, and he was transformed, went back, and recently he testified to a young, very powerful young man and said, my life was changed by going to a seminar with the saints in Dallas. And you you need this. And that kid was going to fly all the way over here. And then he heard, no, there's going to be a team that's going to be in Versailles. So he came and he sat through every one of those sessions. He was on his face praying. He was calling unto the Lord for what? Some excitement? Some gratification to feel like you're hip? Or for this word that God's been sowing into his people? And uh, and bring. I'm just saying, you see the strategy of the enemy. It's very clear. Very, very clear. Let's become like the world. If we're going to reach people, we've got to surrender our, our morals. If we're going to reach people, we've got to abandon the Scripture. If we're going to reach people, we've got to let them kill babies, and we've got to let them do abominable things that God condemned. And we've got to, if we really want to see God, we've got to let them do that because God will love them anyway. And, you know, we don't need this, the Scriptures, and we don't trust them anyway. Let's go after what Buddha got. Let's go after what, 
the, the Hindus got. Let's go after all these. This is what's happening in our country. But what's God saying? I'm moving in my spirit around the world, and I'm going to continue to do this, and I'm going to do it in my timing through a people who are not going to compromise, through a people who are not going to abandon their first love, for a people who are not going to abandon their first estate, for a people who are not going to turn away from what God promised at the beginning. And uh, I'm going to show them these scriptures that I have formed in my sons and daughters, and I'm going to let you speak them with authority. Did you ever notice that? What did the people say about Jesus? They didn't say he speaks the scriptures with dunamis, did they? He speaks the scriptures with explosiveness. No. He teaches the scriptures with exousia, with authority. And there's a difference. If you're going after dunamis, you might as well be in the enemy camp. That's what witches look for. But if you are if you're going to be someone, a son, who's ministering the Scripture with authority, and that's one of the main themes that we had, one of the themes that we had in this last gathering, that speaks about a lot of other things. That speaks about you being before the throne. That speaks about you learning the ways of God. That speaks about you waiting. You know, that Jesus marveled at, the, the one that marveled at faith. I've never seen such a demonstration of authority before. This is the greatest demonstration of faith I've ever seen. He said to the, uh, the centurion. Why? Because the guy said, I know when to go. I know when not to go. I know how to obey commands. I know how to give commands. That's patience. That's apostolic patience. So to me, I guess maybe this is an epiphany. Um, we're seeing in so many places people who are hungry for the things that you as saints have stood in the gap to birth. And I thank God for you. I thank God for your faithfulness because this is the way of the Lord. And um, we're seeing it. But I, with seeing this with, with such clarity, you can look at what has been happening in our nation and in so much of Christendom over the past several years, and you think, yeah, the enemy was trying to get you to buy a pot of porridge and sell your birthright. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hate to get preachy. Well, I think that ship's already sailed. Well. Keep preaching. It's just. Um, Keep preaching. It's just interesting. I mean, there's there's just no. You know, there's no way to have predicted what God is doing, but you know, if you if you get caught up in yourself and in your ambitions and in what you want to do guess what if we've learned anything you know there god says follow me and when our mind and our ambitions reach out and say you know i'm not being fulfilled my ministry's not doing this my ministry's not doing that you're going to fail because there's very little that god has done that we could have anticipated the way he was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think 
I remember when the first years when we were praying, people had a lot of visions about individuals that would be lined up trying to come to receive what the saints had been given, and we had our own ideas of how that was going to be, and everybody contributed to that because everybody has an opinion. Mm -hmm. It's like what the great alumnus from your university, Joe Green, said, opinions are like, he said a very colorful phrase, everybody has one. And um, that was Joe Green. Played for the Steelers against the Cowboys. Anyway, um, I, I just, I pray that God will allow us to continue to move in humility um, I mean true humility and submission. Um, you know, I, <clears throat> I've just had to, in this season of transition, you know, you're, you, you, you stand there and you, you recognize what Elijah, some of the, some of the facets that Elijah felt, that Moses felt, even that Saul felt. Even during the transition, uh, when Peter was being rattled, and so were so many other of, of the other disciples, um, that was a moment of transition for them. I've never really looked at it that way before. You know, we just thought, okay, here we are at the at at the cross, and all the demons are coming in, and these guys, uh, you know, what they thought was going to happen isn't happening, and they're all scattering, and they're denying the Lord. The, the essence of it is that was a transitional time. And every one of them was being tested. Transitions that way. Um, but anyway. Ah, we want to thank also all of you who prayed on first Saturday. I would imagine that you've pretty much all sent in your words, but if you've not yet, please be faithful to do so. Tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday Night Live, not really sure what we're going to do. I'm sure we'll testify a little more, but um, we'll see. Um, We were um, so grateful to the Lord for the way the saints are standing and um, to be able to meet these folks and to see them praying. You know, here's another thing. Uh, you know, when we first started started to do this, you know, we were always laying hands on everybody, you know, and there was some, you know, people wanted to have an impartation all the time. And, you know, there were those that really got off on releasing impartations to people. And, you know, it can be kind of like a, if you're not careful and you don't guard over your mind and what you are, you can come become addicted to being the one that delivers the jolt. And it was really great for me to watch these saints, these leaders scattered all over that, that meeting place, meeting with God and you could sense the flow of the spirit, eruptions here, eruptions there. Everybody wasn't hollering all the time. There were seasons of quiet, seeking of his heart and his face. There were times where the, just the heavens opened and there was explosiveness. Uh, I was grateful for that. 
Amen. So what say ye? We are 10 minutes away from the end. Sorry, I'm just taking care of some business, some unresolved business with the Voices broadcast. Um, yeah, I was totally blessed, too. I mean, I, when, you, when, you, when you recognize that you've been laboring amongst the saints for many, many years, and to see them rise up and take their place and be the mature ones that they are, there's nothing quite like that because you know that they are they are standing strong on behalf of where God's placed them and they're equipped and they're empowered and 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 one of the things that 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 we did emphasize more than once through more than one voice is that that they need to be they need to to recognize and embrace that they need to be a voice of this message that they need to be um, teachers of this message, that they, that really the ones that we had there were leaders. And, um, and so it's encouraging to be where we are and to know that God is, is truly raising up a remnant, that he has prepared and developed and trained. And, and of course, that training never ends yeah. for any of us. But um, just to be in that kind of company it's like being in the army with with soldiers that truly are your righteousness on your left yeah. and your right. And there's nothing like that. It was interesting to see leaders like pastors and mm-hmm. people who have been students of the word for years. There was a couple there that we hadn't seen in years. Stu- they, they really have been students of the word to watch them just absorbing things that are milk for us I'm, I'm just I'm not bragging that's not what I'm saying I'm trying to emphasize how important it is that we cherish what God has given and how necessary it is and um, to watch they're in France, and to watch in Brazil these many, many more pastors, 100 or so pastors, who are saying, we've got to have this. We've got to have this. This is what God said years ago. I'm going to bring pastors who are going to sit at the feet of this ministry and are going to be hungry. Yeah. And we, we've, we, can't, we can't ignore that. So, yep. but we're seeing it happen, and it's only going to be exponentially. And like you said, the in each nation is going to need variations of how to teach these things. Right. But um, well, you know, one of the things I love about Scripture and about what Jesus talked about about going and making disciples, you know, being a witness. Um, you know, so much of that being a witness is you've died to yourself and you truly are a witness through who you are, through who you are as a son of God. Uh You've died to yourself and you are walking in who you are according to his agenda, his plan. And we're all called to be that. And, and we're all called to make, make, 
make disciples and 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 that's not just teach people that's make them students of the scripture students of God's word and and it has to be that way because you know we can we can teach and teach and teach and teach and teach we can have somebody on the ground 24/7 teaching but we need these leaders to take to take to take the 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 revelation and make it their own and 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 that's where the true commitment of becoming a disciple really it's where the rubber meets the road because just standing up and regurgitating something is does not ha- has no power but embracing it and living it and making it your own therein lies the power because it's through relationship and it's through that devotion and that commitment and um and that's what i see happening and so this this message is going to spread but i think in the days ahead we're going to see it spread in ways that are going to astound us because those seeds are planted and they're being watered and god's going to bring that increase um through the voices and that's very exciting to me because not that we've ever gotten discouraged but you know sometimes you go into a land and and you sow and you sow and you sow and and it may take a while for to see any measure of fruit you know i was thinking just this weekend we were there somebody referenced this and i was just thinking of the many places that we went that we've gone throughout the world and just prophesied just released that seed just prayed and prophesied um had no session set up had no teaching nothing like that we just went and we prayed and um none of none of god's word is going to fall to the ground mm-hmm. what he what he has released will not return void and and so i, I just i just want i just want to be a word of encouragement to say that all you who have labored among us and and made the investment and made the sacrifice to sow into the nations um, it will not return void it will it will fulfill all that it intended to fulfill and um, we just have the blessing of giving God the glory in it and I do want to say this one more thing um, you mentioned for Saturday and yes if you've not submitted your insights please do that I still need to do that myself but uh this is one first Saturday directive that I feel we need to hold on to. I feel like it's not over. I feel like it's one that we need to continue will be in, continually be in prayer for, for God's wisdom. And, um, and so it wasn't just a one-time shot. It's something that I feel like needs to be a, a point of our intercession, um, of course, throughout this year, but particularly throughout this month. And so just bring that supplication before him because we really need that we all need that amen well with a melodic voice of uh, Rick Pino echoing through the sanctuary uh, you can hear it in the backdrop of our studio broadcast it's time for us to say adios amigos We're we're very grateful to be able to bring a good report 
Hallelujah. And we pray that God will continue to cause all of us to keep our ear sensitive to hear and obey and to go and do what he says. And so, you know, once again, thank you, Monica. Thank you, Elder Denise. Thank you, Luke and Sylvie. Thank you. I I could go down the line of a lot of people who served there, um, but if I do, I'm going to forget somebody. And so thank you to everybody who worked to make this brief but powerful time and all the intercessors yeah that prayed thank you for praying yeah um so oh one thing i'm going to say is is uh, what we have time we have seven minutes pastor vicky i know you're listening um and i just wanted to share with you first of all how much we appreciate you um managing the the horizons ministry and the faithfulness of you continuously feeding us with the insights that come through. But um, on Sunday morning, you sent a text and you spoke into the different people that represented the different terrios that were present. And you spoke prophetically into that specific thing. And what you didn't know is that that very moment, we, the Lord had led us to, to, to speak into um, the different nations where where God had called people to stand. And individually, we were speaking into them, into their terio, and into what God wanted to do through them in that land. And it was just, the timing of it was just perfect because we were right in the midst of doing that, and it was very powerful. And you sent that word. You said that you guys were praying that very thing. And mm-hmm. so I just want you to know that your prayers, they, they, they crossed the oceans. <laughs> <laughs> through the spirit realm and um so thank you for that yeah that was a very powerful and i read the text actually to the congregation so um i know that they were all very thankful for your prayers the prayers of your church i know that you said we all are praying so yeah anyway. that was very very great that that was a a true impartation from the spirit yeah and so we thank you for that so Goodbye. Okay, ciao, we'll ciao. see you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, and may God bless each of you, and may God bless the United States of America on this election day. Adios, bless you, saints. <laughs>